dedication, preparation, reflection. These are the pillars of what we do here at Fantasy AA. And of course, tonight we prepare. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out that bonus content, and of course, be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and as always, champ, earn your chip. We are getting ready for the Thursday night game. <clears throat> it is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars facing off against the New Orleans Saints. Hopefully it's not another blowout game on Thursday night. Because that's what we've been getting the last few weeks here. Now, little housekeeping notes here. Jacksonville is number three overall in opponents' rushing yards. They are only giving up 75.3 rushing yards per game. The last game that they had, they only gave up 44 yards on the ground. The New Orleans Saints, as far as rushing, they are number nine in the league, only giving up 96.3 rushing yards per game. The last game out, though, they did give up 120 rushing yards. As far as passing is concerned, New Orleans is ranked top five in pass defense as far as yards given up. They've only given up 182 passing yards per game. Last game, they gave up uh, 177 passing yards. When it comes to Jacksonville, they are next to last in passing yards given up. They're giving up 270.3 passing yards a game. Last game, they gave up 310 yards. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well... Who were those teams that they played? It's just you're giving out the stat, but you didn't talk about who they played. Yeah, got that. So, last week in week six, the Jacksonville Jaguars faced off against the Colts. They beat the Colts down pretty good here. So, but, you know, Last game that they played, they didn't give up many rush yards. They didn't give up many pass yards. Just like I told you guys, the last game that they played, they only gave up 44 rushing yards. So they did a pretty good job of stopping Zach Moss and stopping um, Jonathan Taylor. This is good company that they that, that they're in here with. You know, they stopped some. You know, they stopped a team that could run could run the football. And as far as with the Saints, the last people they played were the Texans. And they allowed the Texans, you know, to do a little bit of work on the ground. Like I said, they gave up 120 rushing yards on the ground. So they let the they let the Tex the Texans do some work on the ground, but they did hold them to a modest passing game. So 
the way we're going to be looking at this is we're going to be looking at this is that Jacksonville, they are top three in the league against the run. So we'll be looking at the running backs, and we're going to decide whether or not we're going to play these guys. Also, you know, New Orleans, their defense in itself is considered very, very good. They're top 10 in both categories here in rushing and passing. So we got to look at this matchup and we have to figure out whether or not we're going to play these guys. But also, we want to first look at the injuries. For Jacksonville, they are going to be without Tyson Campbell. That's a corner for them. He's out with a hamstring injury. Zay Jones, quarter uh, wide receiver, he's out with a knee injury. They did designate Devon Hamilton, the defensive tackle, for return from his back injury off the IR. Offensive guard, Walker Little, he is going to be out with a knee injury. Brandon Sheriff, he did practice on Wednesday. Could be a game-time decision, though. You want to look out for that. Trevor Lawrence, also looking like he's a game-time decision. Uh, let me just make sure to see if he if they got any update on whether or not he's going to play. Um, he was limited in practice on Wednesday. So we'll have to, you know, play that by ear. And what was his injury there? His injuries, knee injury. He did suffer that knee injury late last game there. Um, he was limited in practice. He still has that questionable tag. Limited in practice reports say he has a chance to play through the sprain left knee, but we don't have any clarification. We'll have to – they'll probably have to say something about that later on today. Um – this is not going to be one of those ones where we're going to chance it. They're optimistic that he's going to play. But we're – and he says he's going to do everything that he can to be out there, but he's going up against a top-10 defense um, with a knee injury. We're not going to risk that on our watch. Um, so – we're going to pivot to other players that we could maybe start. Over on the New Orleans side of the ball, uh, safety JT Gray, he's going to be out with a hamstring injury. Offensive tackle James Hurst out with an ankle injury. Jawan Johnson, the tight end, out with a calf injury. Uh, offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek, he's out with a concussion. Uh, and offensive tackle Landon Young, he's out with a hip injury. Then we got Jamal Williams uh, designated from return from IR uh, with a hamstring injury. Uh, Lonnie Johnson is safety. He was limited in practice all week with a hamstring injury, trending towards playing. And Tyron Matthew, uh, he was limited with a foot injury, but trending towards playing. Demario Davis. Uh, knee injury. He did not practice all week, trending towards not playing. So they'll have some guys out on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, but we still believe that with a compromised 
Trevor Lawrence, you still don't want to put a guy like that out there in your in your lineups here with a uh, compromised, you know, being compromised like that. He has that knee injury. He may not be able to move around and things. So you never know. Um, and also besides his average points is 14.7, which is just under the threshold. He has missed the threshold in one, two, three weeks, three of the seven weeks, uh, excuse me, three of the six weeks. So he's, he's shooting 50% here. And then he's only reached the threshold. Like he's, the highest point total that he's gotten was week one, and that was 17.7 fantasy points. Outside of that, he's just barely getting over it. Against Buffalo, he had 15.7 fantasy points. And then against Atlanta, he's at uh, 16.4 fantasy points. So if we can go other options, uh, maybe even you know a quarterback with some rushing upside or a better matchup, I would go that way. So Trevor Lawrence for us is going to be a sit. Um do we believe in the talent of the people around him? Yes, we do. But if he's going out there and he's going to play compromise, um, it's going to hinder the rest of these guys. Um, Calvin really has been up and down. Um, this is going to be a week where he's going up against uh, Marshawn Lattimore. We know the battles that they've had in the past. And in those battles, Calvin really has sometimes come up short um, I know we're going to get some heat for it, but we're going to say to go ahead and uh, sit him. Christian Kirk is playing out of the slot. We believe he'll reach the threshold. So we're going Christian Kirk, we're going Travis Etienne, and we're going Evan Ingram here uh, for the starts here on Thursday night. As far as with the Saints, um, we're putting Chris Olave out there and we're getting what we get. Um, we know that Derek Carr, you know, he's dealing with the shoulder injury, but, you know, he's starting to get it back in, in him and Chris Olave is starting to get back in rhythm. Chris Olave for the first three weeks was business was picking up for him. He was over 15 fantasy points. Actually, he was closer to 20 fantasy points. So business was booming for him, um, in the first three weeks. And then of course, you know, you you had Derek Carr get get that shoulder injury, had to go out of the game. The targets to uh, Chris Olave weren't that great. Then that next game back where he played against New England when we thought that maybe he should have sat. Um, Chris Olave only had two, two receptions. Uh, he did have a TD, so he was close to the threshold, but he didn't reach it. But then, you know, last game, Getting back in the form, he had 10 targets back up to where he was in the first three weeks, getting targeted heavy. So we're looking at Chris Olave to break out again this week and maybe uh, get those things done because the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, as far as passing is concerned, not the not the cachet that we want to be rolling in here with. Um, so we're going to start him. We're going to start Mike, Mike Thomas as well. And... Uh, Alvin Kamara. Um, anybody else we're not going to start. Uh, and Rasheed Saheed, we talked about him before. He's a boomer bust guy. I mean, you, you, you're you going to put him in your lineup. 
if you, you know, if you're in a deeper league, if you have three or four wide receivers that you're starting, multiple flex spots that you're starting, you're going to put him out there. And it's going to be – it's probably going to work out for you because he's going to get something deep or he's going to score a touchdown. Um, but in your shallow leagues, man, you're not really putting him out there because he's that boom-bust uh, capability there. He, he's only going to get one or two targets. It's, it's not like he's going to go out here and get five, six, seven targets. He's one to three targets every game. He's hovering around two targets, but they're deep shots or they're shots in the red zone, which, again, when we're talking about our primary wide receivers, that's what we want. We want them to have deep targets or targets in the red zone. It's just that he's only going to get one or two. He's not getting, you know, he's not getting the other targets behind that. So he's not going into the game getting seven targets and one's going to be a deep shot and then the other one's going to be a red zone target. If he was getting seven targets and two targets were either deep or in the red zone, he's a, he's a guy that you're starting at your wide receiver two every week, but he's not that right now. And, and unfortunately, we're going to say, hey, man, if you're in a shallow league, if you're only starting two wide receivers and a flex, you're not dealing with Rashid Saheed. If you're in a league where you're starting three wide receivers, four wide receivers, or, or three wide receivers and two flexes, along with your two running backs, then we're putting Rashid Saeed out there in one of our flex spots or in one of our wide receiver spots because we can get that boom opportunity because we know that there's an opportunity to get that boom. But we're not putting him out there in shallow leagues. And like I said, Alvin Kamara, of course, because he gets receptions, we're going to be looking at him as well to to be one of our uh, players that we start. You know, so... But Derek Carr, Derek Carr, we're, he's again in that Trevor Lawrence category. These guys are – they're good quarterbacks as far as, you know, uh, real life is concerned. But as far as fantasy, we need these guys to give us 275 passing yards and two touchdowns with no interceptions in order for them to continuously reach our threshold. Now, over the last two weeks, Derek Carr has done so. And actually in this particular matchup – we're going to start him because this is a good matchup versus the pass because Jacksonville is giving up a lot of passing yards. Uh, so we'll start him, but I want you guys to really temper your expectations of him. I don't believe he's going to score, you know, 20 fantasy points. We're looking at more of the 16, 17 point range, which is over the threshold, but it's not going to be good in comparison to other quarterbacks that you may want to go in out there and start. Um, and when I say, you know, other quarterbacks that you might want to go out there and start. So, uh, well, they might, so like Jared Goff going out, going up against the Ravens or Lamar Jackson going up against the Lions, you know, Sam Howell going up against the, 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 uh, New York Giants, you know, uh, Josh Allen going up against the Patriots, you know, Geno Smith against the Cardinals, even though it's a divisional game, I think they'll, he'll have some opportunities to get some passing off there. They did activate uh, the window for uh, Kyler Murray. I do not know if he's going to be playing this week. They opened up the window so that he can start practicing. I don't know if he's going to be playing this week. So we're not talking that, but we're talking Matthew Stafford versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
if you've got, you know, if you've got uh, Trevor Lawrence as your starting quarterback and then you got Matthew Stafford, I would go the other way. I would go Matthew Stafford as a starting quarterback here. Uh, if you got Justin Herbert against the Chiefs, if you got, you know, Patrick Mahomes against the Chargers, you're playing them. Um, you're going Jordan Love against the Broncos, you know, because they haven't played good defense. Uh, you know, you're you're going Tua versus the Eagles. You're going Jalen Hurts versus the Dolphins. So you got opportunities here. You're even going Brock Purdy against the Vikings. Even with Brock Purdy not not even gonna have all of his weapons, he's he may not have uh, Debo Samuel or uh, Christian McCaffrey, he still got Brandon Ayuk, he still got George Kittle, so he still got some weapons to get the ball to, and I think he's going to be able to do so. So, I would even go Brock Purdy over these two guys here, if you have that opportunity. So, that's where we stand with that. Um, hopefully, you guys go out here and start your fantasy week off on the up and up, on the good foot, as they would say. And um, I think we're going to be good, man. Um, in our home leagues, I think we lost two out of the three. Uh, ran up against those Miami Dolphins. Uh, I get, we, we got, you know, my co-host from the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. He's a Dolphins fan. So he had all Dolphins on his fucking lineup, and they played tremendous. Uh, so I got beat. Got beat pretty bad. Um, you know, but... We move on. We move on. Uh, in that league, I think I've lost two in a row. So I went from four and four and zero oh to four and two in the matter of weeks, losing a lot of people due to injury. Um, but we got to pivot. We got to make things happen. We hit the waiver wire as we should have, and I think we got some good replacements to go, to move forward throughout the rest of the season. Um, and we're getting guys healthy and getting guys back. I did tell you guys when the NL League, I took gambles on um, on uh, Jonathan Taylor. Um, is that the one I did, Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup? Or, or I think that was one I, I just did, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I took a chance on him, and I lost James Conner for a couple of weeks here. And I also had Saquon Barkley. So on that team, I got Saquon Barkley and uh, – Jonathan Taylor, if these guys could get, you know, get healthy, stay healthy, and and play the rest of the season, I'll probably be in, a good, in good hands because, of course, I got Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. That stack is working out well as far as points being scored, but I'm falling short because I'm not getting points from the running back position. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, we made some good pickups. We'll keep working on our rosters. We'll keep trying to win week after week. When you get, you know, six or seven wins, if we can get to those six or seven wins, we'll be okay. So, you know, right now you still you're you're halfway through. Um, we'll do a, a recap on uh, who on guys who you know haven't performed up to standards and guys who are exceeding value. We'll we'll talk about that. Um, we'll actually talk about that after week seven. So after this week, we'll do an episode where we're talking about your halfway point and how players have been, you know, as how they have been valued in relation to where they were drafted. So 
if they've given us great weeks and they've exceeded draft position, average draft position, we'll talk about that. So I appreciate you guys listening to me as always, man. Again, join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out that bonus content. Be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.